Good morning. It's the 13th of January, and this is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to Steve, Francesco, and Lucy. I had a great time with them yesterday. So thanks for everything. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind and with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead, for I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run, and let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. And dear God, (laughs) I have tried my best. So there's been a little discovery and we're not quite sure uh, who's behind it. But I just want to let you know, Anchor and Spotify, if you are behind it, um, you have been caught. Um, I happen to listen to one of the older broadcasts of the podcast from September and I noticed that the music had changed and uh, someone has put some original beats uh, you know to my prayers and uh, the music is actually quite good but um, it is suspected that the podcast is being pirated Now, I know I've got the countries listening and the states listening. And um, if there is any crookedness going on, God knows. (laughs) He knows it because he let me become aware of it. So now I'm putting it in God's hands because he fights all our battles and I'm not worried, but I am worried for you. So, God bless you if you're involved in anything underhanded dealing with this podcast. Amen. I know the Lord is always with me. He is helping me. God's mighty power supports me. So, looking into the Bible... Um, It said, can I really trust God to provide what I need? 
So from cover to cover, the Bible we know is full of God's promises that provides our needs. Heavenly, our Heavenly Father always gives, always loves, and always remains generous toward his children. In the first few chapters of Genesis, the Lord gives the first man and woman a perfect garden. In Revelation, we read about our ultimate home, the perfect and eternal heaven that he has created for us. In all of the books between, we read how God delights in blessing his people. At the very outset of the New Testament, we read how God sent his son, Jesus Christ, as his ultimate gift of blessing to provide what we need most of all, which is forgiveness of sin and restored fellowship with himself. When you limit yourself to your own ability and resources, you run out of both commodities very quickly. But when you focus your faith on what God can do, you discover an infinite supply that cannot be measured or depleted. God's resources are 100% inflation proof and recession proof. The very nature of God gives you assurance of his, of his abundant provision. Remember, God is omniscient. The Lord knows your need. He knows it even better than you do and before you do. God is omnipotent. The Lord has all power to supply to you whatever you need. The Lord is omnipresent. That means he is at work even now to meet your needs. And the Lord is omnibenevolent. Because of the Lord's perfect unconditional love, you can be sure he will always provide the very best for you. Not only do you have the character of God as your assurance that he is going to provide for you, but you also have the testimony of God's past performance in providing for his people. Scripture repeatedly points to him as the faithful source of all life and goodness. Consider just a few examples from the book of Exodus. He made his way for his people to cross the Red Sea and find deliverance from their enemies. He provided manna for the people to eat in the wilderness. He caused water to gush forth from a rock to quench the people's thirst. He gave his commandments to his people even when they lacked moral fiber. He provided all they needed to construct the tabernacle. So as the Israelites left behind the only home they had ever known in Egypt, God provided for all their needs. He provided for their protection, their basic physical necessities such as food and water, spiritual instruction, and healing. Guess what, guys? Nothing's changed. He does the same 
for us today. Think about it. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back. And God's promises day by day. 2 Samuel 22. God is my strength and power, and he makes my way perfect. For the man or woman who recognizes the claim of Christ and gives allegiance to his absolute ownership, there comes the question of bearing his mark. The mark of the cross is what should identify us. The question is, does it? Basically, it amounts to this. A person exchanges the fickle fortunes of living life by sheer whimsy for the more productive and satisfying adventure of being guided by God. Amen. And God's way day by day. James 3.17 The wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. God's wisdom produces behavior that is morally pure, chaste, and modest. God's wisdom produces relationship, not estrangement. God's wisdom does not demand its own way, but rather functions by influence. God's wisdom is not rooted in pride, but rather in service. God's wisdom is marked by kindness, generosity, and helpfulness. Amen. Commanding your morning, a daily devotional says, commanding light in the darkness, Genesis 1-3, let there be light. Sometimes when concepts are difficult to grasp, you simply need to say, let there be light. And this was the first recorded thing that God said. Light illuminates. What you really want is for your spirit and your mind to be illuminated. You want to obtain insight and wisdom. When it feels as if you are wandering in the dark and can't figure out what to do, stop and command, let there be light. Lord, let there be light. Illuminate your word. Give me a spirit of wisdom and revelation. All-powerful God, place your anointing upon me. Place on me Solomon's anointing for resource management, wisdom, wealth, success, and prosperity. Isaac's anointing for investment strategies. Cyrus's anointing for financial acumen. Esther's anointing for divine favor and kingdom strategies. And Daniel's anointing for government excellence and integrity. Let the anointing on my life flow uncontaminated 
and unhindered. Let it repel every individual with a diabolical assignment. Let the anointing that is on my life for this season attract only those divinely ordained to assist me in fulfilling my assignment in the earth. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Okay, let's talk about obedience. It says, obey God and leave all the consequences to Him. Obedience can be a challenge, especially when we feel tempted to believe that we stand to lose more through our obedience than we might gain. However, obeying God is essential to pleasing Him, not just in times of temptation, but at all times. When God commands us to obey Him, He is giving us a principle by which to live. He is also setting a framework around our lives that forms a hedge of protection from evil. Can you remember the last time that you felt tempted to do the opposite of what you knew God desired you to do? Well, most likely a big struggle erupted within your heart. That's right. The question arose, will obeying God cost me more than disobeying him? Can I experience greater happiness by committing this sin than I would if I were to just obey God? When we choose to obey God, we take the way of wisdom. His promises of blessing for obedience far outweigh any possible consequences. He asks us to submit ourselves to him and leave whatever happens to his loving care. As we grow in our walk with the Lord, obedience becomes the avenue by which we know him better. When we obey him, he pulls us closer to himself and teaches us more about his precepts and his love. Disobedience sends a message to the Lord declaring that we know better than he does when it comes to our lives and circumstances surrounding them. God loves us and is committed to us. He commands our obedience, not because he's a strict tax master, but because he knows the devastating effect that disobedience and sin will have on our lives. The devil, however, has another goal in mind. He seeks to tempt believers to disobey God, usually by telling them that the Lord's promises cannot be trusted and that we can enjoy life more if we ignore his commands. No way. Remember, disobedience always has fierce repercussions. Feelings of guilt, shame, and worthlessness. Broken lives, destroyed marriages, bitter disputes. While sin can never change God's eternal love for his children, 
it certainly disrupts our fellowship with the Savior and it alienates us from his blessings. In times of disobedience, we become spiritually weak and unable to discern right from wrong. We seek deeper into sin's grasp and find it impossible to reverse our sinfulness on our own. As we apply the following principles to our lives, we will begin to obey God with confidence and joy, knowing that he can be fully trusted to keep all of his promises. Obeying God is essential to pleasing him. So trust God with your life and all that concerns you. I do. There is no way to go wrong if you place your hope and trust in God. He created you and he loves you with an eternal love. Therefore, he will always lead you in the very best possible way. Wait on the Lord for an answer to your problem or situation. I do. When in doubt, refuse to move ahead unless you know that God is leading you. Meditate on God's word. I do. When you saturate your mind with the word of God, you gain his viewpoint. When a temptation comes, you will know right from wrong and can act accordingly. Listen to the Holy Spirit. I do. God continues to speak to his people today. He speaks to us through his word, the Holy Spirit, and through the words of a pastor or a trusted Christian friend or a podcaster named Pamela. We become sensitive to the Spirit of God by spending time with Him, praying and studying the principles in Scripture. Disobedience always has fierce repercussions. Okay. Be willing to wait or walk away when the way before you is unclear. I do. If you desire to please God above all others, obedience to him will require you to remain firm. If you do not sense clear guidance in your situation, ask God to confirm his will to you in his word. He will never contradict scripture. He will, for your life, always line up perfectly with what the Bible says. His will for your life will always line up perfectly. Remember that. Be willing to endure conflict. I do. When the nation of Israel entered the promised land at God's direction, she had, a face, she had to face strong enemy opposition. God rarely empties our lives of trouble and conflict. If he did, he would not have any reason to depend upon him. He allows enough difficulty to keep us turned toward him. He allows it, so stay turned toward him. Leave the consequences to God. I do. 
Obedience may not be easy. You may receive criticism from others or face fierce obstacles and opposition, but it will always put you in a favorable position before God. He will take care of all that concerns you. Therefore, stay on the path of obedience and please leave the rest to him. Amen. Remember, disobedience always has fierce repercussions. Amen. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with some more prayers. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Of whom should I be afraid? The Lord is my light and my help. Of whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom should I shrink? There is one thing I ask of the Lord, and for this I long, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I believe I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So I want you to hope in God and take heart. All you have to do is trust in the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Of whom? Not one living soul. Amen. Everything is not what it seems. There is a stronger force behind the scenes. He's in our lives every day. He's right there when we call. In him is where our strength lies. I lift my eyes beyond the skies. Only he can save my life and only he can hear my cry. I want to thank you, God, for giving me one more chance today to raise my voice and to sing your praise. I sing it out loud. I sing it all day. This song is my prayer I give to only you. It can't compare to the gifts from you. You give us your love. You gave us your son. And so I say amen. Amen. So I want to thank you, God, for giving me one more chance to raise my voice and to sing your praise. Because I sing it out loud. I sing it always. Amen. Dear God, you know me. So please guide me. Show me the paths that lead to abundant life and convict me when I am tempted to stray from you. As you guide me, restore me, and I will place my hope in you at all times because you know all things, and by you, my life is held together. 
You are my strength in times of need, and you have become my salvation. So hold me close, Lord, and teach me to walk in a manner worthy of the calling that you have given me. Direct my steps as you guard my life, because I want to glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. While our choices don't carry equal weight, every choice we make contributes to the direction our lives take. The good news is we don't have to make decisions alone. God's Holy Spirit is anyone, is with anyone who believes in Jesus, empowering them to live in a way that honors him. So right now, think about any decision that you need to make. And when you're ready, just ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. Amen. Father, how grateful we are that we don't have to beg, we don't have to plead, we don't have to wonder, we don't have to doubt. We just know that everything you've said is absolutely true and that anyone who is willing to ask you to forgive them of sin and surrender their life to your Lordship, to your way, to your will, everything will change for their life in all eternity. We are grateful beyond all ability to express that thanksgiving to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Thank you for your tender care. Today and tomorrow, we know you'll be there. Thank you, Lord, for every plight. Thank you, Lord, it will turn out right. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, in every way. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. And a night prayer. Be pleased, Lord, be pleased, Lord God, to bless our home and family. Let your holy angels stay here with us to keep us from evil and harm. In your mercy, grant us a quiet day and later in the night, a quiet night that we may sleep in the peace of Christ. And may we have your mercy 
every morning when we awake refreshed and invigorated in body, mind, and spirit. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. Each of us has a job to do in life, whether ill or retired. Blessed are we when we find our daily work something we look forward to each morning. There are many who lack any means of making a living. Even the humblest task is ennobled when done in God's sight and in for his honor. Amen. Thank you for coming and praying again today with me. We got a lot of blessings started. I know it. Remember to be obedient. And just today, make someone happy. Bye for now.